Welcome to another edition of Candidate Cast. Uh, this is a underground network program where we're trying to get to know the candidates and not the issues. And today we're interviewing Clint Morris, who's running for Leighton City Council. Welcome, Clint. Thanks, Spencer. Nice to be here. And you know, it's nice to have you here oh, in the I, underground. I appreciate it. It's a little yeah. drive. Drive south to, to be here, but glad glad to be here. I know it takes you out of the, your favorite city in America. Absolutely. What city is that? Layton. Layton City. Layton City. But we're here to get to know the candidate and not the issues. So I'm, I'm just going to start right off with the you know red meat. Where'd you go to high school? I went to high school at Clearfield High. High Flying Falcon. High Flying Falcon. Class of 1989. We just we just interviewed another candidate, and his mascot was a dart. Oh, Davis. And, and I think to myself, man. My wife, Stephanie's a dart. She's a dart? She's I a mean, dart. Were you proud when a dart came running out onto the field? I mean, you had a high-flying yeah, falcon. high-flying falcons. Yeah, that's nice. Okay. Probably named after the F-16. Air Force oh, Base. yeah. That, now that you mention it, it probably is. So uh, you went to high school at uh, Clearfield High, and you graduated, obviously. Yep. Uh, and, and then where did you go to college? Well, before I did that, I went on a mission. Oh, did you serve an LDS mission? Chihuahua, and, Mexico. Oh, so you Just speak a second language. See. Yeah, that's very good. And uh, and so served a mission two years. I was on a sister missionary mission of 18 months. I'm sorry about that. And, and uh, so you served two years in Chihuahua, Mexico. Chihuahua, Mexico. And second language. Did you enjoy it? I loved it. I loved it. It's, it's nice to, it was, it was awesome to, to learn a second language, but more importantly, to be able to be in a different culture be able to appreciate what, well, the one thing I did appreciate from that is everyone trying to get back into this country. Uh, we have so much to, to be grateful for. And, here. and your, your son, your eldest son served a mission, uh, where in Peru, in Peru. Peru. So do they speak, what, what language do they speak in Peru? They speak Spanish they as speak well. Spanish. So you have, can have a conversation with him. I just yeah, didn't but his know Spanish if, uh, is a little bit different. The Peruvian yeah, Spanish, they, you know, they just, they, yeah, C's and nose are the same, but they don't, other than that, they don't pronounce bit, their S's and it's just kind of, yeah, I, I just didn't know if, uh, their Spanish was Peruvian. Yeah. Peruvian. Yeah. Something like that. So, so you went to, uh, you went to high school, came home from your mission. Did you, where did you go to, to college? Weber state, Weber and, state. Great, great, great. And, and did, uh, how was that experience back then? What, what year was, were those? Well, I was at school while I was working. So it was right after I got home. It was in 1992. So from 92 to I think 98, I was in school. Where did, where did, you, where did you work when Started you were going to school? at Lifetime Products. Lifetime Products? Where I still am. That, that's actually incredible nowadays. 27 that, years. That a uh, person is. So they either like you or they haven't figured out how to fire you haven't yet. figured out a way to get rid of me. That's <laughs> for sure. I'm, I'm assuming <laughs> they like you there. Uh, and, and so you were going to school, working at Lifetime. What, yeah. what? job were you performing at Lifetime when you were going to school? I was in, I was in the call center, customer service. So taking calls from folks that were trying to figure out how to put, a, put together basketball hoops. And this was, and this was back before there were instruction, there was instructional material online and. Absolutely. Yeah. You had, so you had the instruction book in front of you trying to help them figure out how so to. So how successful were you walking someone through over the phone, not knowing where they were in the process or. Yeah, they would call us frustrated, uh, and you'd have to, to figure out, yeah, exactly what you said, figure out where they are in the manual and, and walk them through, and, and hopefully they weren't as frustrated after they got done talking to us. So were, so were you married while you were going to Weber State? 
I uh, was married one year after I got home from my mission. I was married. So, uh, so yeah, well, yeah, I mean, a large part of it. Where did you meet your wife? We met on a blind date. Uh, so Stephanie, my wife, she, she worked at Leighton office and school supply. Okay. Uh, located in Clearfield at the time. And, uh, lady that she worked with was our neighbor and best friends with my mom. And they hooked us up and, and they, and they put it, to, so it was two moms that put two this moms together. Put us, yeah. The two moms. There, I don't think there could be a greater endorsement actually. If one mom, one mom says to another mom, Hey, I like, I like your son. Hopefully you, you know, like my daughter. That's, that's pretty incredible. Cause I, I don't think that would have happened in the Stokes relationship. No, I, I don't, I don't know for sure, but pretty sure it wouldn't have happened in the Stokes relationship. So you, you, you meet Steph, uh, that way it's a blind date. And like, how long did you date before you decided to marry? We were probably three, four dates in. I, I knew and uh, took her a little bit longer to know, but we were about three months and I proposed and how did I, I should have asked this earlier, but how did your family get to Clearfield, Utah? Where did, oh, have deep that's a great, no, there? that's a great question. No, my dad, those are all the kind, that's the only kind of yeah, questions no, are, I really I'm ask. I'm sorry. It's a great question. It's a horrible question. It's yeah. a great question. My dad's from Ogden, Utah, and he was in the air force. Okay. And so he traveled around, went, well, he was in Vietnam in the air force, came back and was uh, sent to Mount Storm Air Force Base in Great Falls, Montana, where he was uh, security police. And he would, he was out actually guarding the missile silos was one of his, wow. one of his jobs. And he must've been he, successful because no one launched one no, of them exactly. while he was there. <laughs> and, uh, he and my mom met there, uh, there, they got married and I came along. I'm one of, of four and we moved around a little bit before. Where, this, where, where do you fit in the birth order? One of, one of four, but first, first oldest, one yeah, oldest. And, and do you have brothers, sisters? So, yeah, so younger brother and then two younger sisters. Okay, so it's you, my brother, then a brother, then two. Okay, two younger sisters. So I was born in Great Falls, Montana. My brother was born in in Alaska because we were Nielsen Air Force Base in Alaska when he was born. We lived in Washington as well, Washington State, and then he got stationed back at Hill Air Force Base, and that's where he was. So that's where your two sisters were born. Well, was, well, we went back. Sorry, we went back to to Malmstrom one more time, and then then to Hill. So my third sister, right? I guess the third sibling was born in Great Falls and then my youngest sister in Air Force Base. Okay. And moved to, moved to Clearfield. That's how you got to Clearfield then. Okay. So sorry, we, we went back a little bit, but you've graduated from, or you graduated, met Steph, you've graduated from college, you're working at Lifetime Products. Everything seems to be great. We got married and we moved to Layton, Quail Cove Apartments. Could have lived anywhere and you decided to pick, to pick Layton. Is Quelve Cove Apartments? Everybody says Quelve Cove Apartments. Like I should just know where in that the middle is. Of the, yeah, it's the it, probably the oldest and the best, and as far as the apartment complex go in in Layton. Heartbeat, the heartbeat of Layton. Yeah, Hillfield Road and Antelope Drive. So yeah, right, 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 right there. there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you, so you're living in Layton. You're with Quelve Cove Apartments. You're going to school, and uh, what what next? We uh, so four years in those apartment complexes, moving into townhome, trying to, you know little better situation for the family when uh, Braden came along, our oldest. And then we had twins, Stephen and Alyssa. And uh, at that point, once they were born, a few months after that, we were given an opportunity to, uh, to go to Europe to open a sales office for a lifetime. What part of Europe was that? We, were in Be- we chose Belgium. 
we figured that Belgium was, you know, over in Europe, things were structured a little different and fractured a little bit and, and felt like, well, what do we want to put the office, put it in France, maybe the Germans won't like that. And you put it in Germany, the French won't like that. We just figured that Belgium was the, probably the best place to have your center of the hub card. kind of, uh, yeah. And plus that, yeah. But just didn't want to, which is a good place. The least offensive, the least, least offensive, offensive place. place. Yeah. And we, and we chose Waterloo as the, as, as to where we live. So just right outside of Brussels. The, um, and so how, how many years were you there? We were, we were there Spencer for well, 13 months. So just over a year and uh, situations changed at lifetime. And they sent us after that to Hong Kong. So you went from Europe to Hong Kong. What a massive cultural shift. It was a cultural shift. And I would, I'd say, I'd have to say that, that I was in sales at the time. So we were you know, sales, international sales manager, uh, selling basketball hoops, selling tables, selling chairs, and uh, had the territory in Europe, and then off to off to Hong Kong, where we were opening a factory in China, and still had that sales territory assignment in Europe, and also all of Asia and Australia. So you you um you were how how many years were you then outside of the United States? We were outside of the United States for just three years. Three years, yeah. and um and then you you. They, they said, hey, we want to have you come back to, uh, to Lifetime headquarters. And, and what, what was the consideration of where you were going to live? What was, did, had, did Steph have a place she wanted to go back to, a neighborhood she wanted to be no, in? No, she uh, did. And we, we, we had such a great experience in Layton uh, growing up newlyweds. Right. So that's where we wanted to be. And so we came back, and, and that was the, the list that she had, her and her mom, the seven homes in, in Layton, and that was the – that was the place. That was the community. That's where we wanted to raise our family, continue to raise our family. Right. Cause you, you went straight from an apartment to Europe then, yeah, right? Apartment did you to have a town home to Europe? Okay. The town home in between. All right. And so straight to Europe, come home. And, uh, were the twins born here in yeah, Layton? No, the twins were born LDS hospital here in Salt Lake because okay. they were, they were preemies. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So preemies, mm-hmm. how much did they weigh? Steven was about five pounds and Alyssa Joe was, was under five pounds. How long were they in the hospital? The, a couple of months. Assume, really? A couple yeah. of months. So NICU uh-huh. kind of thing. Thank you. And they were in, I just like saying that. I mean, NICU people, said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, wonderful and, nurses, wonderful yeah. doctors at, uh, LDS hospital took care of them. And so they, they come home and now they, after like three months, that'd be a big shift. Yeah. Here, here! All of a sudden, you now have twins at home. They've finally, finally out of the hospital. So, the, kind of up, and it was depressing leaving them at the hospital and that coming was a tough, home. Yeah, that's a tough one to, especially for Stephanie, uh, leaving them there. In fact, she didn't leave them there, but she would spend sleeping in the chairs there in the in the lobby of the of the NICU. And you were in evenings. charge of Braden, and I had to take care of Braden. Yep, the, the oldest. Yep. Where did your kids go to high school? Kids went to high school in Northridge. And so they're all, all Northridge. What's the, what's the mascot at Northridge? They are the Knights. Okay. So there's a, there's a the strong Northridge mascot. Knights. Yeah. 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 You can't throw darts at a night. They no. just bounce off. That's right. Off. Bing, bing. So, um, I, I just am on this, you know, mascot kick. So, so, uh, the Knights, they're, all of them have graduated now, right? Yeah. They're all done. The and, twins graduated last year. And so what, where are the, what's the whereabouts of, uh, three kids? So Braden's home, as you mentioned, from back from Peru, and he's going to Weber State, following in his father's following footsteps, his, yeah. and, and also started at the Lifetime store in in, in the 
Report Center, which I think is great. And Stephen is on a mission currently in, in Philadelphia, Philadelphia mission speaking Spanish, but he's in Camden, New Jersey right now, okay. which is exciting. Do you, do you think he's going to come home with as good a Spanish as uh, Braden? Yeah, I bet he will. Okay. He's learned, he's meeting all sorts of people from all around Latin America. So it'd be all over the world. Yeah, I would imagine. And then Alyssa Joe is up at Utah state. And whoa, she, she's an so Aggie. she's, she's an Aggie. she didn't want to follow in the footsteps of her father. No, that was just fine. She wants. She knows what she wants. Okay, so she's up. At, what's she studying up there? She's studying marketing. And what's uh, Braden studying? Braden studying international business. Okay. All right. So if you were to say uh, that, you know, do you have any hobbies? Like, if I were to call up your your wife and say, "Hey, what are your hobbies? What are Clint's hobbies? What are your hobbies?" She'd say, "I only have one hobby, and that's cycling, road cycling." And how long have you been doing that? I've been. I've been doing that for 10 years now after the marathons and, and, and running. It just, how did you get into it? How did you get well, into it? Was, Cause I was running and doing marathons and this was, you know, more than 10 years ago and just your body just gets, you know, running a marathon, your body gets beat up. That's kind of you to say that I throw in there that I ran, I ran one marathon. No, it's, it's an accomplishment. And now I just walk. And so, so tell me, so from there I was like, well, what's, what can you do to, to have that same sort of endurance, the same sort of challenge, the same sort of training and road cycling is, is, did you have any friends that were into it? Yeah, we had a few at work that were into it and they, they talked me into it. I hadn't been on a bike since I was six years old. Uh, and so it was, it took some getting used to when you, when you clip into those bikes right, and right. You forget that you're clipped in and you fall over. That's kind of embarrassing, but you figure that out pretty quick. So did, did they take you under their wing and take you out biking with them? And yeah, they did. Uh, I remember, you know, the first time we went out, we went out, uh, Gentile and, and Leighton and, and headed West and I, you know, I was just huffing and puffing and couldn't figure any of these things, these things out. But and that's all kind of downhill. It is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I'm still yeah. trying to keep up with yeah. these guys. And we get out almost out by, uh, almost to Antelope Island and they decide, Hey, all right, now we're going to sprint. I'm like, you haven't been sprinting the whole time. Yeah. Now we're going <laughs> to sprint. And they take off. And I was just left me in the dust. And I thought, man, so did they go out over, out. did they go out across the causeway? Where we, did they we're, go? we were on the causeway yet. We've okay. done that as well, which, you know, the, the causeway out there, the certain, wind, certain, you, know, you have the crosswind going across the causeway. And, and a lot of times we'll have the bugs that you get to eat. Which are great. It's it's a little nutrition. Yeah, a little bit of protein so for you. If you were to say, wake up tomorrow morning and you had one ride left in you, and you got to pick one ride, where would it where would it be? The ride that I want to go on, uh, that I would want to go on right now, is the is the Western Maui Loop in Hawaii. Okay, so have you done that? We were in Hawaii uh-huh. on vacation last uh-huh. year, and I had a cold, so I'd rented a bike. And, and I couldn't, I didn't have the lungs were it broke so, bronchitis and wasn't able to finish that ride. So where does I it go back and do it? Where does it go? Where does it start? Well, it starts in Lahaina okay. on the Western side of, of Maui and you go up North and come back around. This is that, you know, how, yeah, it's an Island. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I'm familiar with that. It's an Island. And, and so, but, but where out of Lahaina, where does it go then? The I mean, just do, do you, it doesn't go around the whole island. No, no, just the just that western nub of, of, okay. of Maui. And how many miles is it? It's sixty miles. That's pretty. That, what's like a long day's? I mean, it's a pretty take good out ride. Logan to Jackson Hole. We can talk what's about a, that too. If an you'd like. average, I would. What's an average long ride? Well, it depends on the time do. of year. So when you're training, it, twenty twenty five is a good every day. 
uh, mileage. And when, on the weekends, again, depending on when you're on your training calendar, anywhere between 40 and, and 60 miles is a good Saturday ride. It seems like a lot of work. That doesn't seem like a really hobbyish thing. Does it mean that, do you consider it a hobby? No, though? you fall is in love it? with it. And, and yeah, no, you fall in love with that. You fall in love with the gear and your bicycle and local bike shop. All of those things are all part of the, the experience, mystique. the mystique of cycling. Okay. Tell us Logan to Jackson hole. Uh, how many times have you done it? I've done it uh, solo five times now. Okay. So that would mean when you say solo, that's the whole ride. The whole ride yeah. And you've done it with a team before? And what, fellows at Lifetime. But I mean, you, how many times have you done it as a team? Like relays? Yeah. Three times. Three times. So five and three. So it's eight, eight. eight times. Yeah. And uh, who's your support team when you, when you do it? Stephanie. And, and Alyssa, a c- couple of those times as well. Stephanie and Alyssa. Is it is just because like I... Is it just because they know exactly, you know, yeah, how like, to hand things off, absolutely. what to do? You show up at one of the one of the aid stations. You stop, sit there and catch your breath. And they, like a pit stop in a NASCAR race, they take everything out of the back pockets, put everything back in, make sure your water bottles are full, all of that, and then and you don't even you turn around. And, They're just doing it. <laughs> and give you They're a just kiss doing and, it. Yeah, and, but do you don't eat anything away. there when you stop? A little bit, yeah. Okay. You got to eat on the bike as well. You got to eat while you're while you're riding. So, like, and you may not know this. But how many calories are you burning during the, during, and you need to keep, you need to, at the end of the, end of the ride, you probably burned anywhere between 7,000, 9,000 calories. You got to eat probably 300 calories an hour just to keep up. What's your go-to meal when you're doing that? Go to meal. What's the, what's the thing you like? I mean, are you eating, you're not eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. No, those are in the, those are on the menu. So really, yeah, you can have peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Pickles are on the menu. Uh, and then you've got your like different, dill, different, dill or sweet bread and dill, butter, dill, 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 chips, chips, the whole, uh, sliced wedges. What kind, what kind of, <laughs> what's your go? I want to know what your go-to pickle <laughs> pretty, is. Pretty, I, I like mean, the spears, Spencer. the spears. Okay. Spears. Spears. Those spears. Yeah. Those are good. Okay. Uh, and is, is that just to kind of replace electrolytes, the, the salt, salt in them? Salt. And then you've got your pro bars and those different kinds of energy gels and shoes. That, I would imagine on the first Skittles, Spencer. Skittles I really that sugar. Oh yeah. The sugar. Do you, what, what's the flavor? Your regular Skittles. Regular, not, not, so the not tropical. None or, of those. No, okay. don't make you sick. Well, and, and so the, and basically classic, that's oh, the yeah. classic Skittle, right? And, um, so you got to eat, you just got to keep consuming this all while you're, all yes. while you're biking and drinking. Did the first, your first one ever, was there something that you, um, thought was going to be awesome to consume that you found out, uh, that's not, I'm never doing that again. Yes. And that was those, uh, insure the, Oh really? Yeah. The, you know, the, old I've been person told, you know, drink? the old person drink, you get 350 calories, just once one shot. It's, it's really, and yeah, it made me sick. I thought I was, when had you, you get, had you not used those to train with next question? <laughs> you, yeah, no, yeah, you was, hadn't. Yeah. That's the number one rule of, of, of endurance racing. Don't try something new on race day. And, and I broke that rule and paid for it. Um, is, um, uh, and, and just because it was the very first time out of the shoot, were they in cans? Were they in pouches? Were they insure stuff? I the, mean, how do you, those bottles, there were bottles, bottles? at the rest stops. Yeah. You okay. just take the bottle and just drink it down. So, but you've, you've finished every time you've done a, yes. a Logan to Jackson hole, uh, ride. Yeah. 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 And, but the insure made it difficult. Yeah. No. And, and I remember sitting in, in the, 
the last leg is about 50 miles and we go up Snake River Canyon okay. toward Jackson and uh, had just taken that inshore and my I was in trouble. I could felt like I you know, didn't have any fuel and it's where I was stopped and sat in one of those porta potties for a while and thought I was that was the that, that was, was the it. first that trip. was the end. That was the first a couple trip. Of pr- a couple of uh, prayers later, got out and got a second wind and, and and finished it. But yeah, it was now now one of the things I think that I glossed over, and we now we'll, we'll get back to normal here from the racing. One of the things I think we glossed over that I didn't actually, I don't think I got the full story, but I want to know about the engagement and the proposal. I didn't get enough of that. <laughs> so so what happened? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I knew, and like I said, she, she, she finally knew and, uh, I was getting ready to, to propose and Stephanie at the time was in, she was studying at Weber state as well. And she was in a marriage class, which is kind of interesting. And here she was being proposed to while she's, in you weren't in class. the same, you weren't in no, the same class. Though. No, I didn't take any marriage classes. No. So she's in the marriage class and I call her up and say, Hey, I want to, I need to talk to you. And and she's she was actually studying for her final in the marriage, in the marriage I mean, what, class. I mean, what what's the study in the final? I don't know. In a marriage I don't know. Class? Is it, well, I thought she told like, me. I call her and she says, "Hey," I said, "I want to talk to you." And she says, "Ah, oh, I'm studying. I can't." And I'm like, "No, you. We need to talk." You and, you were just like hell bent on oh yeah on like was, proposing this day. This has to happen right now yeah, tonight. I don't care what, what you're day doing. was it. Do you remember what what day it was? I don't remember the day of the week. No. But I'm just talking the date, not the day of the week. You remember it was what in date? May. It was in May. Okay, it's in May. All right. We won't admit to Stephanie you don't remember. I hope she's not listening to this. Uh, you know, the the date, the day of the week, but it was in May. She probably does. She does. I guarantee you I she, she remember. Yeah, remembers the date. So you're, you're trying to talk her into this. So she doesn't want to come because she, and I, and I learned later, she thought I was calling to to break up with her. Oh, okay. That's why she was just like, well, you know, my mom, she wants me to send, like, what do you mean your mom wants you to study? Your mom's never let you not go somewhere. She's trying to make up excuses not to come. But we finally, she finally got, she agreed. I went and picked her up and I took the, hopped in the car and I was driving around. I was nervous as I'll get out. Like, where are we, you know, what are, what are we going to do? Where are we going to go? And I, I took her up to, uh, in Bountiful, where the Bountiful Temple was just being started. The construction was okay. just happening. All right. Beautiful view. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be romantic. Sunset. Yes. Yeah. And you, the construction workers looking <laughs> on. <laughs> Wondering what was going on. <laughs> They're pouring cement. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Jackhammers and uh-huh. all that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So there you are. There we are. And I, I, and then I can't ask the question for some reason. I just can't. I, I you know, Did you get tongue tied? Nervous? No, what I just was the didn't issue? know what the deal was. I'm like, I love you. And. And well, you know, you know why we're here. You know what? And, and she says, you're going to have to ask me. And so I, I finally, <laughs> and you, I, I finally, yeah, pop the question as they say. And, and she says, she says, yes. However, you've got to talk to my dad. I'm like, yeah, I haven't talked to your dad. Oh no. I had talked to, I. So did you I, drive I'm straight, just, straight back? To, so we, we went straight back to, to, to Kaysville. See, had and, you talked to her dad and it, her mom probably wouldn't have made her keep studying. True. Yeah. And, True. and she would have said yes the first time you called up to, to go to the, yeah. Yeah. So you, well, I you felt drive- like I messed the whole thing up, but we drove, we drive back to Kaysville. Now it's later in the evening and, and get, get her mom and dad out of bed. And, uh, Steph's like, yeah, dad, he wants to talk to you. So 
Is I, this like, like when you say late in the evening, is this like 11 o'clock at night? It's, it's near there because when we went and told our parents after that it was one in the morning. So yeah, it was, it was <laughs> so it was he's late. like putting on, you know, yeah, he's pajamas, getting, he's, he's clothes, his, yeah, like, yeah his whatever. all messy. Yeah. And yeah. So we sit down on the couch and give him the, I mean, I'm going to want to take care of your daughter. I love your daughter and thank you for the trust. And I ask him and he says, okay. But at the same time, Steffi's downstairs and she's showing a ring off to, to her mom and her sisters because they knew what was going so on. So she, so they, they knew, they knew they before, knew. before dad and, he, oh, and yeah. he was upstairs, had no idea, yeah. uh, which is, you know, yeah, I, like most dads, he had right. no idea. He and, just wanted uh, to go to sleep <laughs> to get to go to work so, in the morning. So uh, that's, that's, uh, that's the engagement. Yeah. And did she pass the marriage exam? No. Well, yes, but not with a very good grade. Oh, well, she was, she but, was, but she grad, but she passed. Yeah. yeah right. She, she was, she was occupied. Her brain was yeah. occupied with other things going on. Um, I would really, I think what we ought to do in the future, uh, after candidate cast is post, yeah. post, post election interview with spouses That'd be great. To, and ask them all the same, same question. So what, how, how did you think that was going? That, that would be, be a much a more interesting conversation, different, different yeah. perspective. Yep. I don't think it'd be more interesting, I bet. uh, but, uh, I really appreciate you coming. Like I said, it's getting to know the uh, candidates and not the issues here at candidate cast. And, uh, so thanks Clint Morris for joining us. Thanks Spencer. Appreciate it. <laughs>